All right, welcome back to episode two of the Loop Podcast. I am your host today. I am the red-bearded BA, Jason C., in the forums. I am one of the members of the Writers Club here, and I've also got with me a couple of guys from the Writers Club. If y'all go ahead and just introduce yourselves real quick. Hi, uh, I'm Bhavishya, and I go by the names Bhavi at the forums. Hi, uh, I'm Throf. You might know me as uh, Dina Kuliji on uh, the forums. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining in. We might have one or two other people hopping on in just a minute, uh, but we're going to go get started. Today, we're talking all about the new concept OnePlus 8T that was announced a couple days ago. Uh, for those of you that might have missed it, uh, OnePlus announced an, another concept phone. Not really sure if it's a follow-up, but it's the second in their line of concept devices, and this one is based off the OnePlus 8T. Uh, I think they're also calling it the OnePlus Gaudy. But basically, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's a phone that the back of the phone actually can change colors um, depending on different things. They've tied it into the 5G millimeter wave radios. And so depending on if the phone has a 5G signal, then the back of the phone will actually change colors. So it's a pretty interesting device. Um, so what do you guys think? Like, wh what's the big deal with this? Like, wh why do you think OnePlus even decided to do this kind of a concept? Well, uh, in my opinion, when you look at phones right now, they've basically become the same blocks of glass and glass metal sandwiches with a camera island on the top left corner. So you need to differentiate your brand, you need to differentiate your phone. So I think it's commendable that OnePlus is at least trying things out by trying to change up the back or changing the colors, something like that. It goes with its philosophy of how, uh, while all the other brands were sticking to colors like like neutral shades like black and gray and white it started launching experimenting with greens and blues the infamous thunder purple of the 60 i think it's just an attempt to differentiate the brand what about you bobby do you have any ideas or thoughts about why oneplus would would do this kind of a concept phone Okay, so in my opinion, like every other phone is basically the same. Full 16 to 9 aspect ratio screen and a back with a big camera bump, 2 to 3 cameras or more. So maybe add something to differentiate something, the technology that can offer in the future in the smartphone design. So maybe that was the aim to, you know, have such... I would say like I was really impressed when I saw the, you know, promotion video. Like I was like, wow, that is actually happening. Uh, an actual phone that changes color on, uh, you know, environment and surroundings and all the other stuff. Like it was like, you know, uh, yeah. So basically it's just, you know, a kind of a new refresh to the smartphone, uh, design, uh, that, you know, the plateau to end that plateau curve on the smartphone design. So Maybe that is the main reason OnePlus decided to go for this concept. Uh, what do you think about it, Jason? Well, I'm I'm really intrigued by it because I I love hardware design. Like that's one of the things that I go in for for a phone, and I love colors. Uh, and so being able to like change the color of the phone, I think is fascinating. Uh, but I also love that OnePlus is like continuing their roots of innovating. You know, they're trying new things. They're attempting something that hasn't been done before. And instead of just like keeping it locked away in a research lab, they're showing everybody, hey, this is what we're trying to do. This is some of the stuff we're working on. And I think it's I think it's fascinating. It kind of goes back to the their first concept phone, the, the OnePlus Concept One. That was the, you know, the take off the 7 Pro. Uh, we had the electromagnetic glass on the back that, uh, you know, would, would fog up or, or turn the camera off kind of thing. So I, I really like that they're they're trying these new different innovations. 
speaking of the OnePlus uh, concept one, I think that was actually quite an amazing concept, at least in the way that they implemented it. Because when you look at phones and it's like uh, the 7 Pro right now only has three cameras, then, then you come to phones like the Nokia PureView, new ones that they're launching. And like half of the back is just a lot of cameras arranged in a very tripophobic arrangement. It, it, it gives, it, it's scary, honestly. And so having something that looks as smooth like that with the whole, so I, I, I really wish for that technology to come into production, to be honest. And uh, over here, I'm hoping that it comes into production, but I want to see like how do they realistically hope to implement this when, you know, everybody uses a case nowadays. How do you plan to show that, look, your phone can change color? Is there anything like that that you're thinking of right now? Any potential pitfalls of this concept phone? Yeah, that was kind of my next question too, is like, what would be the benefits or negatives? Like, how would this work in an actual production phone? And that was a good point about a lot of people use a case, you know, so I don't know if they'd have to like figure out a way that it could work with cases or just be like, hey, only use a clear case. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, but that is interesting. Well, I mean, there's other questions to think about too. Like, you know, does it work with wireless charging? You know, with the OnePlus 8 Pro had wireless charging and, you know, the rumor mills are saying that the OnePlus 9 Pro is going to have wireless charging. So for this kind of a concept to work, you know, I don't really see them putting it on like the mid-level phones because that doesn't make sense. But would it work with wireless charging? I don't know. What do you guys think? I personally do not think that they plan to implement it on phones at all because it's going to be a bit gimmicky and OnePlus isn't a brand known to do gimmicky things, right? Like a phone that can change colors. I feel it's going to tie into their other ecosystem products. Like this kind of technology is much more useful as a breathing light on smartphones. What if we see this on the watch, the OnePlus watch that's about to come? It'll just be easier on, on the battery than an EOD. Well, yeah, that's another question. I mean, does, is this going to impact battery life? You know, is this something that's going to, is, is it going to be a negligible difference or is it, you know, are they going to have to include a bigger battery uh, in the phones? I mean, you know, their, their, their fast charging capabilities are fantastic. You know, the 65 watt charging is incredible, you know, but does that, so I don't know if like the 65 watt charging is in anticipation of this kind of stuff. Like, hey, <laughs> we'll charge it faster because it's going to die quicker now. Uh, but, it, you know, th those are all the kind of things to think about, you know, so there's, there's definitely some cons to it, but um, um, what about some of the, the other benefits of it, you know, besides just changing colors? Is there any other actual, like, useful functions or features you could get from something like this? Uh, the one use case that all the articles and everything that stated was, like, recording your breathing pattern. So real quick, uh, we just had uh, Yash join us, uh, hop in the podcast here. So, Yash, how are you doing? Can you introduce yourself, man? Hey, what's up, everyone? So this is Yasho Nagori, also known as Yasho Nagori on the forums. And uh, I'm pumped to join in on the second episode as well. And sorry for being late. Yeah. Hey, better late than never, man. We're glad you're here. Um, real quick, just to catch up, we've been talking about the new OnePlus 8T concept phone um, that was announced a couple days ago. Uh, and so we've been talking about the, the benefits of it, the, the downsides of it. You know, what are some actual things that, you know, is it going to work with wireless charging? Is it going to affect battery life? Um, and we've been talking about potential positive use cases. I think for me, kind of the most obvious benefit of it would be like notification. You know, if it's sitting on the on my my desk or something, you know, would it would it shine a different color for a different notification? You know, could I have blue for text messages? Could I have uh, yellow for WhatsApp? You know, could I have like green for email? Something like that. You know, does, do you guys think that's even possible? I uh, personally, the current way in which they've described the technology, I do not know because they're talking about changing voltages, right? So how many colors can you hope to get from by changing voltages that's that's what i'm thinking about right now unless, unless you have multiple leds inside because it's the same concept as nearly in some way so i don't know if they can show multiple colors 
it's, it'll be amazing if they're able to give us even like three or four colors because that's a lot of customization possible right there. A lot of apps that you can just configure, like a lot of app groups that you can configure. But uh, yeah, I am pretty excited about this. For me, I guess I've been missing the LED notification for a long time. And it's good to see something like the scope or like some sort of indicator for notifications. And I'd love to see what they can do with it. But as Drew said, like that concerns me as well. Like how many colors would be possible? How many apps are possible? Would it be customizable? And I'm just like, like it was really nice to see something new come up because it, uh, smartphone backs have been getting boring for a really long time now. And it was good yeah. to see something like that come up. But yeah, I didn't like the design very much. Like the shape they made on the back. I wasn't a very big fan of that. But in general, I think I, I like the concept. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to see what they can do with it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like the, the actual physical shape of it, it wasn't the coolest. But the, the idea that they're trying to do something like that, I think is pretty cool. And so um, so I guess the question we're all wondering is, you know, the, this kind of technology, the odds are something exactly like what they showed ending up in a consumer device is very, very small. So what do you think from that they actually might be able to bring into a consumer device? Like what is there any idea from that concept that actually could make it into a phone that we can actually buy? Well, I personally, I talked about how it might be a feature on the watch or anything else that may be turned on for a long time because it, I think it's going to be easier on the battery than an always-on display, honestly, because it won't also have those issues of screen burning and the, uh, and the like. So I think uh, they might try to put it as a feature on the watch. That That's one way we can see this technology. I really hope that the camera, that electromagnetic glass that they showed on the Concept 1, I really hope something like that happens. And I think they can introduce it on the regular models at least because or a camera focused model because after a while the number of modules on our phones is just becoming crazy it's like a second camera island on top of an already big home it's kind of become multi-level at this point it's crazy so yeah honestly but i can't think of much cases uh, Bobby brought up a good point about um, the millimeter wave sensor that they're actually using to uh, detect different things and to be able to change, you know, like when your phone is on 5G, that's when the, the changes the color. Um, that's a really interesting concept. Um, so, Bobby, do you want to expand on that? Like, what, what do you think that might bring into a, a, another phone? Um, I'm just uh, wondering, like they're using a millimeter wave sensor on the back to, uh, you know, sense all surrounding the, around the phone. Is it gonna be, uh, you know, uh, a problem for the 5G network built in the phone? Maybe, maybe not. But are there any more better sensors to use other than the millimeter wave sensor? Like maybe like Google came up with uh, Project Solly in their uh, previous Pixel devices, but it wasn't welcomed by the market. But what if there is a, a new sensor that someone can build? Yeah, that is really interesting. I think, you know, Project Solly was was a really interesting idea, um, especially if you watch the, when they first unveiled the technology, they were using it in a watch, uh, which was really fascinating. Um, for some reason that never made it out, but they implemented the Pixel 4, obviously, but it didn't sell very well. You know, it wasn't a, they didn't bring it back. They killed it off at the, just in the four. Um, so something like this, you know, I, I think that's a fascinating idea of being able to combine the really, you know, granular LiDAR sensors, solely radar sensors and 5G sensors. Like, is, is there something brewing on the horizon that's a, a whole new type of sensor? You know, I don't know. That's that's a really interesting idea. Exactly. Like, because uh, if they're using a millimeter wave sense, like it cannot sense colors. It can only send a millimeter waves that bounces back and it reads according to what the environment is having like maybe someone is breathing so it changes upon the person's breathing maybe 
<laughs> maybe. Well, you brought up real quick, you know, before we move on to the next point, you brought up interesting something about breathing sensors. You know, maybe there's even like a, a health aspect or a medical aspect to that. Like it can sense if your if your breathing is low or your breathing is erratic or something like that. Or um, you know, maybe it can do that. You know, I don't know. Uh, so that would be that'd be interesting. Um, so kind of the last interesting point about this that I want to talk about uh, is the 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 AT concept was actually the brainchild and the product of an entirely new creative design studio at OnePlus called OnePlus Gaudi. Um, so it's, you know, and it's made up of a team of designers. They're all creative designers. And so I think the really curious thing is what else are they going to do? You know, what's the next thing they're going to come out with? You know, is this like a new phase of artistic collaboration or is this a new phase of um, kind of moonshot technology? I mean, what what do we think this OnePlus Gaudi design studio is going to be? So up until now, especially, I don't know how it's like in the West, but in India, especially, whatever designer stuff comes out of OnePlus, it's usually out of stock all the time. Like, I was trying to get a cover for my 8 Pro. I still haven't been able to get it. Like, it's been five or six months I've been trying to get one. Oh, always, yeah. always out of stock. So, we never usually get the designer stuff at all. And mm-hmm. I just saw that uh, there were these special edition um, Buds launched mm-hmm. in the US and in Europe, but just not in India for some reason. We never get the exclusive limited edition stuff. So, not really looking forward to the new design team. Well, they, they did to that point. They did say some of the designers and the design team is in India. So maybe they're, maybe they're trying to make a push to bring more of these products into India, which would be nice. I uh, feel that see, OnePlus is growing as a brand. We saw that they launched the Nord right now. So it's, it's clear that as they try to launch more technology, I, I'm pretty sure they, they are trying to set up their own R&D capability because uh, a lot of the technologies that we find is distinctive for OnePlus are actually things that they might have borrowed from other companies. So, or it might be derivatives of that leak. Uh, SuperVOOC is the basis now in Warp charging and Oppo had 65 watt charging before OnePlus introduced it with the AT. So I think Project Gaudi is its uh, attempt to become a more independent brand and have some R&D happen under the OnePlus umbrella so that uh, it has its own unique things to offer other than just Oxygen OS. I think it's just another part of its growth as a brand. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. You know, I think it's definitely a sign of OnePlus maturing as a company that they're going to have their own you know, specific design studio in-house which is really exciting so hopefully we'll start to see maybe a little bit more differentiation from OnePlus and its sister brands you know maybe there'll be uh, some more unique stuff coming out um, all right so real quick last few minutes um, I want to kind of change gears a little bit um, and Pete Lau dropped a little bit of a bombshell on us uh, uh, confirmed that the OnePlus watch is finally coming the one thing we've all been waiting on for about two or three years now uh, he finally confirmed it's been coming it was in development it was out of development it was in development it was out of development um but finally we're getting a watch uh so what do you guys think are you guys excited about this like what do what do we think it's going to look like is it going to be just another circular one is it going to be an apple watch clone like what what do we think what's it going to be uh i personally feel that yeah the design is definitely going to be circular because that's basically what all watches are selected right now and mostly what i want to see is uh what kind of features they bring to the table yeah because some of the technology that oneplus focuses on does actually make a difference for example you need to charge a smartwatch every day. Uh, I'm using a smart band. It's a cheap smart band, but I need to charge it every three or four days. I need to keep it on charge for like the entire night where it takes two or three hours. So I think if they're able to integrate dash charge and all that circuitry inside a small watch, it's going to be pretty goddamn cool because you just need to plug it out for 10 minutes to get a full charge. That, that'll be very cool. And as far as other unique features up there, uh, I'm pretty sure that they'll have some kind of integration with Oxygen OS. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was saying that I think Groove put up a great point 
launch uh, first of all i think oneplus is going to launch a health app like every other company like if you are launching a, a watch you definitely have to launch a health app and i hope that oneplus tries to clone apple here i honestly feel that the apple watch is the best smartwatch out there uh, considering the features and the like it's just amazing like it does everything you want a watch to do and i hope like this time they take up a lot of features from that and it's as stable and unbuggy as the apple watch uh, i hope like i've heard some great reviews of the apple watch and i feel like they're a- finally able to give out a competitor from the android side uh, to the uh, to the apple watch because other watches always feel like they lack something some or the other thing some little uh, thing which is always missing. and i'm excited to see what they do with the battery as well because that is a very main and crucial aspect of a if it's good i think i'm going to get it kind of agree with uh, yash here and also like uh, dhruv brought up a very good point about you know fast charging capabilities in the small watch and i think that they can do it like if they can implement a fast charging in such a small earbud case like i know watch is much smaller than that but still uh, they can pull it off and i think if they did like it will be a great hit and also like uh, pointing out what yash said that you know uh, oneplus could release a health app when they release a new watch because when we look at apple watch apple watch is famous uh, not only because of like what it offers but because of the integration with all the apple ecosystem it gives right and i think oneplus took a long time for a watch because maybe they were you know creating such an ecosystem that when the watch drops and like we have your competitive competition here so i'm personally very much excited for a new watch and i'm looking forward to what kind of you know uh, integration what kind of ecosystem it's going to present because now we have uh one plus devices we have one plus earbuds we have one plus tvs right so i can see a future uh you know ecosystem one plus ecosystem building up and with the watch this ecosystem is obviously going to expand but what kind of integration capabilities it will introduce that is the main thing that i will be looking for yeah, I'm really looking forward to that too. You know, because we episode one we talked a lot about ecosystems. I do think it's fascinating. To me, I think the biggest holdup for uh, Android smartwatches has been Wear OS, right? It's been the software. Uh, for whatever reason, it's been buggy. It's been slow. It, it just it hasn't integrated well with Android phones, um, and that's kind of been the biggest Achilles heel of of Android smartwatches. So the question is: Is is OnePlus going to release their watch running Oxygen OS, or is it going to be running Wear OS? I mean, I, if they can figure out a way to put oxygen os on their watch i think i think it's game over uh, but the, the biggest question, like you were saying, Bobby, is how is that going to integrate with the rest of the ecosystem? You know, the, the trick will be, does it work with and integrate with your phone as well as the Apple Watch does? You know, does it provide the same benefit that's worth spending $150, $200 on something like this? Which I guess is kind of the, uh, another question, too. What do you guys think this will be priced at? You know, are they going to try to price it like the the buds and really price it aggressively? Or are they going to try to put it up there with the Apple Watch and the Samsung Galaxy watches? Honestly, I have absolutely no idea how OnePlus is going to price this because their the pricing strategy is based on some ulterior motive as part of what how they want to project themselves because you look at the OnePlus Buds they were priced reasonably then the Buds Z were a color deal you look at the 8 Pro they've gone to flagship level prices and then you look at the OnePlus TV the first OnePlus TV they launched it was so expensive like uh, they launched it for 63,000 in India and then almost I think 90,000 something rupees I know with the soundbar and that 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 is 
quite expensive in TVW. So honestly, I have no idea which way they will go with the watch. It, it honestly will just, they'll probably just launch two variants of the watch. That's what my guess is. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I, I hope they price it aggressively. I hope they, they do their flagship killers idea where they, you know, here's a comparable smartwatch. We're going to price it $100 less than everybody else. Uh, so I guess the, the last question about the watch before we say goodbye here, uh, what would be the one feature you think that they could implement with a watch that would just change the game, you know, that would that would up the competition for everybody else? Um, or is there even one thing that they could implement that just game over for everybody else? Okay, so judging uh, how OnePlus releases their product, right? So there is a kind of trend, you can say, kind of reputation in all the product lines. It's that they price the first, uh, you know, first product of a lineup, for example, the Buds. They priced it very competitively, right? Uh, the Buds had uh, some basic features that a buds a normal pair of uh, true wireless earbuds should have i think that you know they will release the watch with uh, basic uh, features like you know uh, reading a heartbeat and uh, checking your oxygen levels and all that but with that you know it it will help them to place it in a very strategic way in a very competitive way uh, with other uh, you know smart watches out there uh, in the future we might see another watch with you know a more competitive price uh, some features that has been you know cut down to keep the uh, cost low and then when all the hype and all the market is going to settle around the OnePlus watch, they'll release another watch with all the high-end stuff. I, I agree. That's that's hilarious. I, I think that's exactly right. See, I think they could go either way. You know, they could try to do like all the features that they can price competitively, or they could try to do like, you know, price it like 35 bucks, you know, and just do like the basic, most bare bones functionality and just like take a loss on it just to get it out there. You know, I, I don't know. But I, I, to me, I think the biggest thing is going to be design and integration. If they can figure out a way to make it not suck from a software standpoint, then I think that's it. Finding that balance of something that's unique and stands out and that is inexpensive but still takes Wear OS and and does it really well so if, if they can integrate it into I'm curious to see like with the TV that came out and they had the the unique integration with the OnePlus phones is there going to be something else that's like hey this you can only do this on a OnePlus watch well I think that about does it for our time guys we really appreciate all of you guys joining in um, stay tuned for episode three, which will be coming hopefully uh, in the next month, maybe six weeks or so. Uh, with the holidays, we got a little behind on our schedule, uh, but we'll be getting back into that pretty soon. Um, thanks for joining, guys. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. 